Hey guys, welcome to Late Night Converse, a conversation for teenagers by teenagers. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. It's been a very long time since we recorded one. And yes, there are really no excuses because we did have a choice. But yes, there are some reasons why. And on today's podcast, we'll basically just be doing a, should we call it a life update? Yes. I'm talking about different things that have been happening in our lives from the least to the highest. All of them have their degrees and how we've been faring. And yes, how you have been faring. You can leave us a voice message so we know how you have been faring. Yeah. So let's get into this podcast. So you you know us, you know who we are. But firstly, before we go on, one of us is not here. She's currently in school. We usually are four, as you know from our voices. But one of us is not here, so we are just three. And we start now. And so we're just Adriel, Stella, and Essie, me. All right, so um, first of all, Stella, how have you been faring, like, I think it's up to a month we've not done a podcast. Well, maybe up to a month. So, like, how have you been faring in all ramifications, firstly? I've been good. Sometimes feeling bad and shitty and messed up. The feelings are, I don't know, they just differ in circumstances that... I've been through through this moment, but thank God for loved ones that are always there to comfort. Alright, Adrian, how about you? How have you been faring during in like the whole time we've not done a podcast? How have you been faring? Good. Not always good though. I don't you know, sometimes I was traumatized, sometimes I was tired. Sometimes you'll be down and happy. Just normal feeling that's it um okay as for me i've just been up and down yeah some days i feel good some days i feel like shit i call it depressive episodes but we move actually that's just it okay over to let's say another question we know that this whole coronavirus has been like it came and swept us away from school but yeah some people are like back at in school and some people are still at home if you're in nigeria and you're in public school it's because of ASU strike but if you're in private universities in nigeria then you're probably back in school and learning or you've written the exams and you're back home like some of my friends are if you're in secondary school that's high school you're probably in school already you're back in school ever so like first of all stella are you back in school or you're not no i'm not back in school as a strike keeps me at home yeah so like how you like could be academically with the fact that you're not in school how does how does this affect you academically honestly the enthusiasm to read is not there but you just have to push because you have to remember that you're a student and you know what you're working towards and you just have to up and get a book to read yeah that's true it's probably going to be very difficult to do but you have to remember you're still a student except you're planning on dropping out or whatever reasons you have but still you have to make sure you pick up a book and read 
Now, over to Adriel. Like, are you in school currently? Because coronavirus kicked us out, but some people are back. So, are you back in school? And if you're not, how are you coping academically? You know, I'm sure it has affected you. So, how are you coping? I'm not in school. And in academic, coping academically, I post that area for now. Why? Why did you post that area? Just uh, to post it since there's no how I put it. No reason. No, no, no reason. Motivation. No motivation, no vibes, and they. I think there's just no need for it now in this period. Yeah, that's it. I totally understand. Like you might not want to read. Like, and it's completely okay if you can't read. You get. It's really normal to not feel the enthusiasm to pick up a book because I feel like it's mostly when you're in school and there's this rush, everybody's reading, yes. everybody's wanting to go to class, everybody's doing it. That's when you just see yourself reading. But once you're home, no plans of school opening very soon. And before we go on, you know, we apologize for any sounds. Yeah. Okay, for me, I, I sometimes I pick up my book and read. Sometimes I don't. It just... It goes and comes, but it's completely okay if you can't read. It's also okay if you are able to read. There's nothing wrong with either one. Okay, over to another question. We know that this whole coronavirus has affected relationships, affected our lives, as well as our friendships with people. People have fallen out personally. Like today, I blocked some people because I I believe we are no longer friends. So, how has this whole period affected your relationships? about Stella, how has this whole thing affected your friendship and relationship? Well, um, my friendships, some of them got cut off because I got to know people, people rather, for who they really are because I paid attention to the things they say, their way of thinking and their actions. Yes, their actions. I can't vibe with these kind of people. And surprisingly, I started talking to people who I never thought I'll talk with, and I got new numbers, new contacts. I relate relates with people, and yes. Okay, what about you, Adriel? Has like this whole? Because it's been up, it's been a month or less that we've not done a podcast, so I'm pretty sure people listening would like to know how we've been faring relationship wise friendship and otherwise so i like to tell people who are listening how you've been feeling in that area i really cut some people off cutting in friends or cutting to know new people i'm not calling friends yet cutting to know new people yeah yeah that's i think that's pretty much it well as for me i got to cut off a lot of people because uni friends most of them were not true all of them actually um and then i made new friends got new contacts and you know we're moving so yeah that is that on the whole relationship aspect now moving on you know being at home i mean it's been more than seven months at home with family it must get toxic it must get very bad it must be annoying to be home with these people like sometimes it's very annoying you can't like just like you want to leave you know go back to school and 
you know, maybe go somewhere else because even for them to they want you to go back because I don't know what the reasons are but frustration, maybe stress, whatever reason would make you guys clash. So how are we dealing with all these family problems that arise from staying at home for over seven months in the house? How are we dealing with it? First of all, Stella, so you answer first. I won't really call them problems called problems because it's normal to arise quarrels and um, well, how would I put it? Um, differences in thinking, like disagreements, it's normal. Just it's quite annoying, yeah, because you just feel like I want to leave this home the next minute, like you just want to go, but still, there are moments you just like you look. Know, you lovey sweet the air is so nice you like thank god i have these people i don't have to lose them i get but it's never one who feels this way i know people that would just want to go like no matter yeah, what want to still go home to go. like go back to school and you know be done with the whole stress of being with their family i know people that complain about it so yeah Adrian, what about you do you have a different view on it not really, because I see it as something that will eventually happen. Okay. Or without you being at home or not at home. Because most of the times, campaigns can be will see quarrel with you or stuff like that. So I see it as something that will eventually happen as a thing that will surely, surely happen. So I don't know if it gets to me, although at some point you'll be like, I just want to leave, let's go resume. Can this thing just be over so we can get back to our normal lives okay. and everything? But it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, as for me, um, I would say that some things can be avoided when you're in school. There are a lot of confrontations, a lot of things that can be avoided when you're in school. I mean, there are things that won't happen, honestly. I mean, you can avoid a phone call that will lead to quarrel, but you can't avoid something like that when you're in the same space as the person. Exactly, especially when the coronavirus you were locked down when was that we had like in nigeria we had the whole protest and everything happening people were scared to go outside people were inside right um it turned from a peaceful protest to something else and you know those kind of things lead to frustration in the minds of parents and children mental health deteriorating and the rest of that and so in that moment i think people wish they were in school so that they can avoid some certain conflict and confrontations within themselves their siblings and their parents that's basically just it for me. So I feel like it's been really annoying and stressful. Moving on from family. Okay, so let me see what else do I have in my head. Okay, yes. Our mental health statistics have shown that more youths have um, gotten more depressed during this whole coronavirus period. And in Nigeria and in Africa and now all over the world, this ad answers protest. If you are not aware, if you probably don't keep up with the news, or you say you're not a Nigerian or you're not African, or you don't just care, NSARS protest is a let's say it was it's a peaceful protest, yes, by the citizens of Nigeria. Uh it, what we want is SARS and SARS is like a should I call it a a yeah, I was thinking of how to explain it without like giving a definition of the meaning. But she's right. What did you say it is again? Special anti-rubbish board. And AJ said it was founded in 
1992. I mean, I don't even know. But it's like a a group, a police group, under a police, a subsection in the police group that has turned terrorists. Do you understand? In the sense that they profile you wrongly and they kill you. Let me give you an example. It's stuff like you could be holding an iPhone. And if you're a guy, they say you're doing fraud. You're committing cyber crime. You get? And if you're a lady, most times they say you are probably whoring around. Do you get like you're whoring around with well, guys? The children are awake at 1.30 a.m. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. We apologize for for the that for the little interruption. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. But if you are a lady, they say you are probably hovering around, and um, you know it's really crazy the way it works. You could have dreads, and they say you're a criminal, which is not right. You could wear maybe you're just wearing your clothes, and they say you're a prostitute. Different profiling, and it's very crazy. So this time, youth came out, and we said enough is enough we don't want it anymore and it started out peaceful it started in lagos then it came out to different parts of nigeria and the next thing it turned to something else um 20th of october 2020 which was the day that the arapi to the souls that were lost that day the lekki genocide the massacre that happened in lekki um, when the government took out armies and shot at peaceful protesters who were not even armed you get so I think this is we want to use opportunity to talk about how this has affected us. This is not news. We're not talking about what has happened. We're talking about how this has affected us because we feel you can relate to how it has affected us. Maybe if you are Nigerian, you're African, or you have seen pictures, this is not news. We're not talking about what happened. We're basically just saying how this has affected us as an individual, as a youth. And maybe if we want to go forward as a country and the whole continent and the whole world because it's an international problem at this point so i'll give like i'll give each of us like some seconds to think about what we would say because this is a delicate topic and it deserves like you can use this moment as i'm talking to like maybe think of what you would say because it deserves to be said carefully to avoid saying wrong things so like NSAS is a protest that has been going on in nigeria it's still going on what we want is to Put an end to police brutality. Say no to bad government. And it's really beautiful how well people... Nigeria is like a very diverse country. We have Muslims, Christians, traditionalists, all kinds. It's just everybody is living in this country. We're not just one or one. But in that moment, we're all one. We all wanted one thing. End police brutality. Say no to bad government. That was what we wanted. And um, it was so sad that it turned into a riot and a completely bad thing. Not by the protesters, by the way. But we move. So, like, let me start with Stella. Okay. how You know that the NSAS protest has been going on? Yes. And it's we've been seeing the tweets, dead bodies, bad news, killings, bloods everywhere. It must have a way of affecting you your mental health affecting you as a person and affecting your friends because your friends too when they're affected it has a way of affecting you too so like how have you been able to cope with the whole thing how are you dealing with it well 
the whole idea of the massacre and everything really missed me up a lot my mental health was everywhere but thank god for loved ones and god himself because i find prayer as a way to channel all my bad energies and also the whole idea of seeing different youths people in general from different ethnicity coming together for a common cause it was really nice that we could actually stand our ground for one common thing and we were fighting for the same thing there were no backslashes or what do i use although they tried to use i don't know our own people against us but he won't explain the whole idea was thrilling. The feeling is not something I would ever want to feel because I could, I, I tried to take a break. I did take a break, but I could not take a break because it's something that I was seeing everywhere. Yeah. Even on TV, I could not pass the station without seeing Nigerian and SARS protests and news about them. I was seeing. Thank God for my loved ones because they're a good way to channel my energy. So basically, your loved ones help you like get over the whole trauma associated with the NSAS protests, right? Yes, if I get that correctly. Okay, so what is your whole take on the whole NSAS protest? Like, what is your take on it? Like, what do you think about it? About the whole protests? The protest is actually something that we all we've all wanted but we I, I think we just do not know the right time to come out because we're scared that is scared of not getting back to our fellow youths or the government becoming extremely harsh or i don't know the words to use on us but like i said before the idea of seeing them all coming as one for a good cause was really really nice yeah and we stood our ground so. yeah so is that all that you have to say yes thank you for all those who came out thank you for those who tweeted yes all right for the souls we lost yeah okay so moving over to Adriel, you had the question you want me to repeat it okay so yeah. I, I, I was personally traumatized and down seeing the whole happenings, the killings, the lo- lives that were lost and it was really heartbreaking you know, seeing your fellow Nigerians dying because at this point we're all united as one. For the first time in a long time we all finally saw ourselves as family, as one big nation, as one big country. And seeing your fellow Nigerian dying or your fellow human dying was something that was actually hot, bad, and heartbreaking. So I personally was traumatized and heartbroken at the end, at the whole thing that was happening. We are not just fighting for, um, we are not fighting for the bad things that are happening. At this point, we are fighting for our lives. And it's not that there's actually a crime to commit, but they make it feel like is a crime to com- we are committing. And seeing the whole energy and the unity that the Nigerian youth have put into place, because at first we were unbothered about the whole happiness of the country. Everybody were more like, let them make their money and move. But now 
seeing the energy and the vibes to make the country a better thing was one thing that kept me going because it was new and it was nice to see. Yeah. It is nice because it's it is nice, yeah. It is nice to see seeing the unity and the, the love and the bond way it has bonded everyone together. It's actually nice to see and that kept me going. Okay, how's like okay, you said it affected your mental health, it made you heartbroken and traumatized. So how were you able to cope with the whole traumatizing pictures, videos? How were you able to cope with the heartbreak that came with watching Nigeria? break into pieces how are you able to cope like i always say we nigerians we always find a way to even make ourselves smile a bit even in the midst of crying and there were ways people were making themselves laugh i found some means and like i said also the unity and the energy in it kept me going and made me to fully break down well okay that's basically aj saying that yes as we all know, if you knew one time Nigeria was rated the happiest country, happiest people, Nigerians were the happiest people in the world. And I think that still goes to us. No matter what, you still see Nigerian pushing, keep being happy. And I guess I understand why that would be a reason for her to keep, to like, to not totally break down. Nigerians found a way to be happy. You could check the tweets. They were still making jokes. They were still trying to live, make everything good. Well, for me, I would say, actually, I saw this quote that said, is that you go through PTSD or depression during this period? And I feel for me it was PTSD because I saw myself crying like as if I lost someone. It was, it all came as a shock because I've been hearing, I've been, it was just part, one particular day and I was like, whoa, this could be me because the person who died did not set out, did not set out to die. Probably in his mind, he was like, I'm going out, I'll come back home and miss my family, but he died. And so I was like, this could be me, this could be my sister, this could be my mom, this could be anybody. And people's parents are dying, people's family are dying. And it just made me very sad and I started crying and it affected me. Until now, I'm still like, still thinking about it. I'm still like, I feel like I've seen my depressive episodes. I'm not able to talk to people freely and do anything. But coping, I think you say, first of all, family. My family is very wonderful. I'm really happy that I, I was put here. I mean, and sometimes it's very corny to say, but I'm really happy I was put here. They are so funny. They are very loving, to be honest. And if I just want to enjoy a good laugh, I just go into their presence. And something, you cannot stay and not laugh about one thing. Something will make you laugh. Or you just go and meet one of them and just be in that person's presence. So my family is the only source of peace and joy that I was able to get. And music and books. That's just it. That's the way we've been coping. I'm sure most of us are saying family here. All of us said family because our family is wonderful. So this shout out to our family. Yes. And some friends too. And friends, yes. Yeah, some friends and, too. Yeah. Okay, yes. So now that we've talked about the enter, Okay, yes. I didn't ask you what you thought about the... Age. I already asked you what you thought about the whole protest. What do you like? What do you think? What's your own opinion on this whole protest that's happening? I see it as a very nice thing, a very great revolution mm-hmm. uh, starting up because Nigerians youths were unbothered. I will always say we're unbothered about the nation and where it was going. Yeah. We're unbothered about every single thing. Like we literally yeah. went from I will never die for this country to I die here. Yes. I saw Nigerian <laughs> youth stand up for their country and fight for their life and ready to sacrifice their life. Yes. So I see it as a revolution and as a thing that 
no one can ever stop and no one can intimidate us for any reason that's how i see the whole protest and everything i don't call it protest i call it revolution so yeah well our condolences to all the lives that we lost and the families okay well um for for me i feel i my take on it is that it's a very wonderful move like Ajo said, Nigerians were not bothered. Yes, we basically for me to have my mom would make my money and leave this country. And that's all. But now people are like, We're going to die here. We're going to stay here until this country changes for the best. It's not just a protest, it's a revolution. It's Nigerians youth because we are the future saying enough is enough. And that is just its period. That is my thought. It's just a revolution, like Ajo said, and it's always be a revolution. Nigerians can never go back from this. We will only go forward. And forward it is. The protest is still on. It just is online. And if you're in Nigeria, let me have to say it, and you're over 18, please get your PVC. 2023, we are coming out and we are voting because we need to change this government. Okay, lastly, before we, like, like I would like us to like give tributes to those that are dead and to people, you know, just your own tribute. But before that, what is your advice to someone who is going to listen to this and is currently mentally drained? What is your advice? What are your tips for this person? We all have different opinions on what to do. So what are your own tips for this person who is probably going to listen to this and would likely want something to do to help alleviate the pain in their chest, the heartache? Let's start with Stella. So... Firstly, I'll say pray honestly. If you're a Christian. If oh no, sorry, if you pray. If you pray, pray. Prayer does something, honestly. I don't know if I should say take a break from social media because you could be taking a break already. But just find solace in something as if it's listening to music. Music is also a very good way to channel your energy. Yeah. Listen to music. If it's hanging around loved ones to keep your mind off things, mm-hmm. try to do it small. If it's eating, it's if you want <laughs> it's to wisely. sleep, sleep. Just keep your mind off things, cause yes. we honestly don't want you suffering from this type of depression or yes. sadness in your brain. Yeah, it's true. Unhealthy, very, very unhealthy. Yeah. What about you, Adrian? What advice and tips are you giving to those who are listening? Keep up social media, off social media for a while. It does. If you see a lot of things that make you depressed and stuff like yeah. that, do more of outing or if you don't out, yeah. listen to music, True. hang out with friends mm-hmm. so your mind won't be on those things, so you can keep your mind off those things, you know. And um, I want to say something. Do We have hobbies. Engage yourself in your hobbies. If it's dancing, you just dance around. Yes. Listen to music. That yes. is one of the best things you can do. Yeah. To keep your mind off things, listen to happy music, not down music. Yeah, the music. ones that keep you happy and cheerful. Yeah, those that will help you and anger on people. Even though it's family, you may family, loved ones, friends, they are there to mm-hmm. keep you company. Yeah, that's true. Well, that is really a wonderful advice. Wonderful advices from Adrian and Stella. As for me, first I'll go where Adrian said. Your hobbies, do what you really like. If you like dancing, stand up and dance, listen to good music. Get up and shake that booty. 
I mean, it's there for a reason. Shake your body and do your hobbies. If you like painting, paint. If you like drawing, draw. If you like writing, write. Do what makes you happy. That is just it. Stay off social media. Put off your phone. Okay, try it for a day. Put off your phone. Go outside. Be one with nature. Walk around. Discover new places. And you come back with energized. Listen to music. Good music, actually. Listen to good music. If you love reading books, because book is another way to channel your whole read books. Just an exercise. To exercise releases um dopamine, if you know that. And it makes you happier. Happy hormones. Yeah, it releases the happy hormones. So you have to exercise so you'll be happier. Yes. Eat if you like eating, but eat wisely. Um sleep a lot if you want to sleep. Just basically just do everything they've said. That's just it everything can take a day off and do this one the next day do what you just said the next day do this the next day do that and in time you see yourself becoming better but if you still don't feel better if you still don't feel better um i'm going to problem myself a bit here you can definitely check out the youth bar.com we have any different services so like it's just a tiny bit of money you pay and you have someone you can talk to any point in time so long as you have paid it's very little and we are here for you so yeah i guess that's the end of this podcast but before we go we have like each of us can say like a tribute okay we can all like say a tribute to like the souls people have who have fallen for nigeria the people who gave up their lives for this cause who hope one day that their life, the what they did, will never be in vain, and that's what we're going to do. First of all, a minute of silence, and then we'll get on with the tribute. So, a minute of silence for the souls that have been lost for the cause, for this great cause that we keep fighting for, and we will not stop fighting for. May your soul rest in peace. Mm. And um, first of all, for me, it's your death was not in vain. You didn't die for nothing. Your death means something to Nigeria and to us. We would never forget your sacrifices. We would never forget that this country, the country you were supposed to, like, supposed to protect you, killed you. We would never forget it. And we promise that this country will be better. Your death, the blood you shed on your land would never be in vain. So rest in peace. Rest steady. Rest easy because Nigeria is going to be great again. Just as you died for. I rest in peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, so Stella. Oh, I promise you that this country you died for would be great again. Death to surely not go in vain because we would always remember you guys and the course you died for. Rest easy, okay. Adrian, what about you? Like we all said, your souls, your lives always remembered will record you all as our heroes, as and as I've always said. 
our soldiers you fought for the country your fight won't be in vain i mean most of you guys singing the national anthem and so shall it be yeah. we are sorry that our country failed you yeah and we'll keep fighting till we achieve a better and greater nigeria yeah. rest on and rest in peace our dear soldiers forever in our hearts and forever in our Minds, in our minds, in our thoughts, yeah. in our victories also. Yes. I love you all. Yeah. Um, this is all. <laughs> we appreciate you. If you listen to this part, thank you very much. We really do appreciate and we are sorry for not recording one scene. I hope you understand the reason. Yes. Yeah, so basically, we love you. We thank love you very you. Thank much. You yes. And see you in the next book. See, <laughs> we, can't, we hope to catch you guys in the next podcast. Peace okay. out. You're, you're free to drop your... Yes, voice messages, because it's a podcast. You're free to drop voice messages, telling us what next you want us to talk about. Talk about anything of your choice. Um, shout out to those who um, protested live, like physically. Shout out to those who protested online. Shout out to everyone who is protesting in Nigeria, outside Nigeria, who is fighting for this cause with us. We really do appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you and very much. remember, take breaks if you can. It's really important. You're not a coward. You will never be. Yeah. So peace out and bye. bye.